Hello, welcome to the Hodeg Show. This is a podcast about all things Hodeg. History, heritage, culture, and current events. We're your hosts, Carrie Bladorn. And I'm Ben Burnell. So crack open your favorite Wisconsin beverage, grab a bag of cheese curds, and get ready for... The Hodeg Show! Are you wondering what to cook your family for supper tonight? Well, come on down to Jean's Hodeg Meat Market, where you'll find locally sourced cuts of tender Hodeg ready for the barbecue. We got Hodeg steaks, Hodeg ribs, Hodeg burgers, and our signature Hodeg hot dogs. We're open one day a week for your convenience on Sundays from 1 to 3. So come on down to Jean's Hodeg Meat Market. So, Jean's Hodeg Meat Market. Yeah, haven't you ever had the steaks from down there? I love yeah. them. Yeah, it's a great place. Yeah, we just had some on the barbecue the other night. Yeah, Jean's son Layton is always up front. Hooks me up with the Hodeg sausage. It's oh, d- delicious. Those are the best. I like those, those the Hodeg hot eggs. Those are really tasty, too. My kids like those. Yeah, I like my Hodeg cuts cooked rare. You like a rare dag? Like a rare dag, yeah. What do you got there, Ben? What do you? What was that? Oh, I'm washing down that hodeg steak with a little hodeg beer here. Delicious hodeg beer. Where where can you get these? Uh, you can get them here in Rhinelander at the hodeg store. Shameless plug. You know, these aren't just good beer. The artwork on them is it's really wonderful. Yeah, no, they were. Very well drawn up by a Instagram artist I found online. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they did Cody a great Napper, job. very average art. Cody Napper. Yeah. On Instagram, on the gram. Yep, very average art. That's his. That's the name of his. Yep. Well, I don't know. I'd call this an above average hodag depiction. I think it's above average. Yeah, it's he's perfect. done a couple things for me. So, but yeah, uh, welcome back, folks. We're. Uh, here for the third episode of the Hodeg Show. I'm Carrie. And I'm Ben. And today we are going to talk about Hodeg Heritage Festival, which took place uh, between the last show and, and this recording. And then we're going to talk um, about Hodegs, of course. Oh, we love talking about Hodegs here at the Hodeg Show. Yeah, so let's dive right in. Hodeg Heritage Festival, second annual Hodeg Heritage Festival. You and I were a big part of putting that together. Yeah, along with the uh, girls at the chamber there, Rachel, uh, she helped out quite a bit with this. She is remarkable. Um, the footwork that Rachel did for the festival. And then, yeah, just the the Chamber of Commerce, everybody at the Chamber of Commerce, Lauren, Mia, tons of volunteers. The Masons came and cooked pancakes. I think they served almost a 1,000 pancakes to start out the day. That is quite a bit of pancake to start off the day, I had a blast the whole day. Yeah, it was really fun. 
Yeah, it was. It a, exceeded my expectations. Yes, no, it was. It was a great turnout. Uh, people traveled from far and wide to come see the Hodag. Yeah, the event really lucked out with some beautiful weather. It, it had been raining a couple of days up until the twenty first of oh, May. Oh yeah, it was supposed to rain forecasted that day for like weeks in advance, and luckily, the yep. Hodag gods gave us good weather that yeah, day. It was beautiful. Uh, sun was shining. Uh, it was a little bit chilly for. Some of the the, the morning, attendees. The morning was kind of chilly setting up. Yeah, I kind of enjoyed it. I was running all over the place, so it was nice to have a little cool air coming through. And you know, it's May twenty first. You you never know what you're gonna get in northern Wisconsin in May. Ever could be eighty, could have eight inches of snow. So you just never know. So we we really did luck out with some great weather. And weather, of course, will make and make or break an event and I, I thought certainly with all the hard work everybody did and the wonderful weather really made it uh what was your favorite part of the day carrie i really enjoyed well I, I gotta say just the the turnout of the community families um from the rhinelander area from the North, greater northwoods area people from out of state all came to Rhinelander to celebrate yeah, I think Hogue I, eggs. I think I counted like 10, 12 different state license plates out in the parking lot. Yeah, so it was a great opportunity just for, for the community members and, and people from out the area to come up and enjoy Rhinelander's uh, Hodeg culture, Hodeg heritage. Um, but I got to say, if I if I had to pick one thing, geez, I just can't. I, I enjoyed it all from Jerry Scheidel's Gene Shepard Hodeg reenactment, the Hodeg bus tours, the Hodeg calling contest. I think the Hodeg calling contest was, that might be my favorite one. It was a huge hit. You know, for the hour leading up to it, I kind of thought, I wonder how this is going to go. Yeah, I was a little nervous, hoping, you know, we'd have good participation or wondering if it was going to happen or yeah, not. Yeah, next and thing you know. Boy, what was there like 24, 25 different 25 people up there? Almost different people. Giving their best Hodeg howl? Yeah. Adults, children of all ages all came up there was a line to get up onto the stage yeah the, the line almost went all the way across the tent yeah and it was wonderful a lot of uh great hoday calls oh absolutely uh winner of the first uh hoday calling contest ever corbin do you remember corbin's last name i don't recall at the top of my head but maybe for sake of keeping his yeah he's hoday a call identity it, it, yeah private. yeah a, a rhinelander local named corbin yeah, congratulations! <laughs> first, first ever hodeg calling contest. Um, just to hear everybody's uh, idea of what a hodeg sounds like was just really neat. Yeah, no, it was very cool. He uh, went home with a hodeg calling contest medal and a fifty dollars gift card for the hodeg store. That's awesome. Uh, did you get a chance to go on the hodeg bus tour? I did not. I just did the pre-tour with you when we did the dry run. Yeah, it, that was pretty good, but. To go on the actual tour, I, I hopped on uh, in my Hodeg King garb uh, for the last tour, slipped onto the bus, and uh, Mr. Higgins, Al Higgins, a local radio personality, just did a wonderful job, and the driver from Bones Bus Service, who provided the bus, the Hodeg bus, of course, which is a really comfortable coach bus, she was just amazing. You know, she whipped all over town in this, I don't know how long the bus is. 30 feet, 40 feet? Oh, 40, some feet. I Could don't know. Could be 100 if, feet. If, if you're listening to this and you know how long a bus is, let us know. I'm going to say it was like 150 feet. Well, she just 
you know, drove around like she was driving in a coupe. Yep. Zipping all over. Like in your Porsche. Yeah. The uh, Jerry Scheidel reenactment, though, that was quite a hoot and a riot. I really thoroughly enjoyed uh, that act. Yeah, it's really neat that Jerry and his group um, just do a wonderful job of bringing that classic Gene Shepard, you know, kind of sideshow tent show to into the modern age. Yeah, really I mean, cool. that's kind of how the Hodeg was first created and went viral back in the day, and to kind of witness how that was done is kind of neat. Yeah, I don't, I, I've always heard that Gene Shepard was really good at making growls, and he could sound like two dogs fighting just by himself, and he just did a great job, you know, making Hodeg noises. But now, in the 2022, um, they used a bunch of sound equipment, and I'm talking like rumbling audio it was really cool yeah i know it was quite loud and uh even like the the performance out in front uh we got him this sweet uh smoke machine that thing really put off the puff of smoke it was excellent uh when i walked by with cedric uh who's three my son he didn't want anything to do with it he just he heard the growling and the rumbles in the tent and was like, no, no way. So just to give you an idea of how you know realistic it sounded, and of course Jerry's such a showman, he really uh, does the Gene Shepherd thing well, and Mike Scooball also involved. Uh, they just did a great job. There was also a bearded lady that was a, a part of that show. Oh yeah, uh, Barbara from Gibsonton, Florida. Gibsonton. Yeah, she made it all the way up here on a Greyhound bus. Yeah, so they really did the sideshow thing very well. And uh, also, Jerry will be bringing that reenactment back to uh, its origins for the Oneida County Fair uh, end of July, which we can talk more about that Yeah, so if you, later did, on. you missed that great performance, you'll have one more chance to see it this year. Hodeg Heritage Festival. So, you know, we're kicking around a couple ideas for next year. Certainly, there's going to be a next year. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I hope this is a forever yearly thing. Yeah, undoubtedly there will be a third annual Hodeg Heritage Festival. Um, trying to determine whether or not to keep it kind of at the end of May, which was nice for a couple of reasons, kind of kicks off the summer's events. Uh, but also there was some, some downsides, maybe people from out of the area whose kids aren't done with school yet that would like to come up. Or maybe we should move it to sometime you know, in June or some other month. So a lot of things to think about with that, and I'm excited to yeah get back to the the old Hodag drawing board, and so new and exciting things in the works for next year's Hodag Heritage Festival. Yeah, I think uh, one of my favorite ones that we might toss around would be a uh, most beautiful or most tasty looking white bulldog competition. Yeah, that would be a great competition. Yeah. Yeah, bring your pet white bulldog down and see if it's tasty enough for the hodeg to eat. Surprisingly, there are a lot of white bulldogs around. Well, I mean, the hodeg has kind of gotten a little rare in uh, species numbers lately around the area. That's benefited so the white bulldog it's population. Ben- benefited them, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, anything else we need to to mention about the hodeg heritage event? Great food, green beer. Fun was had for all. It was a great live band. Yeah, we had some uh, good vendors from uh, all over the place travel. Uh, yeah, let's actually let's let's talk about some of those vendors. 
plug time here. Yeah. Uh, Cryptid Comforts, of course, our friend Lisa. Yep, she came from Colorado all the way here to Rhinelander for the festival. And she does, like, hodeg stuffies, uh, all kinds of cryptids. All sorts of cryptids, yes. And then we have uh, Joe from uh, Crypto Theology. He drove all the way from uh, Pennsylvania wow. to come sell some uh, hodeg shirts and other cryptid shirts here. Yeah. Had a TikTok superstar. TikTok superstar. Uh, Goth, Goth Sconson. Goth Sconson. She was here from Milwaukee. Kind of like a, a play on Goth culture and Wisconsin. Obviously, she's lives in Wisconsin. And uh, she likes all kinds of things that are spooky. Creepy, cool, hoed eggs, cryptids, that sort of thing. And then we had uh, Dylan Jacobson. Uh, he's an artist from uh, Iowa. He drove up with a, a pretty sweet hoed egg print artwork. I picked up a couple of them. I saw that. Yeah, we got a couple of those too. Yeah, I have some left at the hoed egg store available for That's sale. The I wonderful up a few. thing about hoed eggs is uh, hoed egg depictions are limited only to your creativity. And so there are hundreds of them. And then we had uh, EVP. Uh, oh, yeah, were, our local, our very own local paranormal group. Yeah, they were there selling some hot egg swag. Yeah, they have a lot of neat stuff. You know, they, they tend to stick with the, you know, ghost type stuff, haunting type stuff. But they really love cryptids and all of yeah, that. Yeah, no, I, I, like their, I like particular. their setup. It's good. Yeah. Uh, Stevie Hank uh, in that group does, does some really neat hot egg art. And she had all that on display, too. Anybody else that we missed? There was a book vendor there. I don't remember who that was, though. Oh, yeah. What's that guy's name? He he had a, a speaking uh, engagement at the oh, event. Oh, there was Chad Lewis. Oh, yeah, Chad Lewis. Yeah. That guy was... hope he's laughing listening to this. Yeah. One. Yeah, no, Chad was great. It was wonderful to have him, you know, be able to talk at the event about all kinds of different lumberjack cryptids and lore. And then he's just a genuinely nice guy. So that's always great to meet people that enjoy the same things that we do. And then our good buddy, Barnaby Jones yeah, from Wisconsin Cavs. Yeah. He, he was up here. Yeah, he also did a great job um, with the speaking engagement at the event. It was just great. It was just a wonderful event. Excited you, to get it. You had the museum open. The speeder ride was going, the little train. That yeah, that was, was kind awesome. of a bonus. That was a sweet bonus I didn't even know about. I wish I I've rode it before, but I would like to ride it again. Yeah, there's a maintenance speeder. It's like this little tram train car for checking track. Like section crews would use it to, you know, check the track. I guess we needed repairs, and we have one at the museum, and it's really cool. Where's that button at? We were gonna get a button. Like if we started to go off topic. You know, anything away from hodags. I need that one right now. I'd buzz myself. I could go on all day about speeders. No. <laughs> okay, let's let's move along. It was cool. The museum was always was great. Lots of historic hodags there. So, you know, it's wonderful. It was just excellent. Can't say enough about it. Yeah, and it was a pretty cool uh what grand entrance hodag ceremony at the beginning there to yeah, kick the day the off high school with the band, band. Yeah. yeah led the hodag in and uh some beautiful brand new trucks from rhinelander gm brought their hodags over too they have some of those downtown rhinelander ink fiberglass hodag molds and i think one's a packer packer dag yeah and there's a lumberjack one lumberdag and... yeah but yeah i guess uh if you missed the hodag heritage festival and you kind of want to see a little bit more you can 
go on YouTube, look up uh, The Carpet Bagger. Uh, he was there, and he did a video, quite a good video. He's got a, a little taste of everything that happened there. A little bit of the bus tour, Jerry, Hode calling, and it's a good video. You should definitely go check it out. Yeah, it was a neat little uh, mini documentary, if you will, about the event. And it really highlights that, you know, people from all over really love hoed eggs and and you know it's heritage here in rhinelander want to come celebrate it with the community well with that said should we jump into our topic of the day here carrie yeah so our our topic is loosely called here hoed eggs are a hoax and we don't care we don't care Uh, insofar as that we realize that it was a you know some amount of a large publicity stunt on behalf of Gene Shepard. Uh, but hodegs are certainly real to us today, as if they were a flesh-and-blood creature. So let, I guess we could talk about, let's go back to the beginning. You know, why is that? Why is that the case for Rhinelander and the, the greater Rhinelander community? So when Gene first put his hodeg on display at the Oneida County Fair in 1896, news of this creature being captured in the northwoods of wisconsin it traveled all over the country viral so to say yeah it did it went viral via newspaper newspaper. right old school viral yeah that's probably a hard thing to do and accomplish i would think almost you know going viral in the newspaper yeah i mean i would imagine it it would be just as challenging and difficult as it is today yeah a lot of people go viral on on social medias but you know when uh when you got a set typeface and print the headlines and yeah i would bet it's it was more challenging then but word spread about this creature and people all over the country believed this beast this brute had been captured and notable persons organizations around the country like pt barnum yeah wasn't he he was interested in our hoed egg he yeah wanted, he was running a circus yeah he wanted to put one on display on his traveling circus didn't he right? yeah yeah he was based in new york uh phineas t barnum and he heard about hoed eggs and wanted to come up to rhinelander and presumably did actually visit and uh and have a visit with gene shepherd or so the stories go and then of course even more famously the Smithsonian Museum, prestigious institute in Washington, D.C., they're like the museum of museums in the country. They reportedly put together a scientific team that was going to travel up to Rhinelander to take a survey of this newly discovered Wisconsin animal with shaggy black fur and oxen-like horns, tusks or teeth. Yeah, they wanted to come, like, scientifically documented and everything. So at that point, Gene had to kind of come to terms with how, how widely this hodeg legend was spreading and finally admitted, you know, whether this is true or not in the long run is to be debated, and we do, that the hodeg was just a story he made up, just really a, a big publicity stunt and he had some reasons behind that yeah he uh fooled thousands of people that came to see the hodeg they all left believing it was a real creature and uh it was quite the hoax he created yeah. and the legacy of that hoax continues on today 
but we don't care that it's a fake creature. We love our hoed egg. We're proud of it, and we'll show them off. Yeah, Gene really had this great idea to come up with a story, a legend, that people from all over could hear and be intrigued by and want to come up to the Northwoods of Wisconsin to investigate themselves and uh, maybe not finding an actual fur-bearing hodag. They did discover the beauty of the Northwoods of Wisconsin, uh, the beauty of the Rhinelander area, you know, all the wonderful things we love about living up here. All the thousands of glacial lakes we have up here. They're just pristine and beautiful, and I think a lot of people that came to see the Hodeg fell in love with those and possibly are still residents here today. Yeah, our pine forests, um, beautiful, unique wetlands of the world here in the Northwoods. Uh, interesting glacial topography. You mentioned the lakes. You know, Rhinelander in the Northwoods of Wisconsin is, for a lot of people, including ourselves and many residents, it, it is a magical place. Um, something about this area just, it's really wonderful. And the Hodeg fits in with, with all of that, the vibe, if you will, right? So, at the end of the day, if Hodegs are real or not, it is kind of almost beside the point at this point. It's been going on for, what, 129 years? 129 years as we speak. In the Rhinelander community, you'd think that once people found out this was a hoax or just, you know, a tall tale that Gene Shepard had made up, that it would kind of die off. It would stop. That That's where the the whole shtick would end. But not so for Rhinelander. The community has really wrapped its identity around this mythological creature in a way that hasn't been done. I don't think, I can't think of many places. You know, there's Bigfoot in a lot of places. I guess Loch Ness Monster may be the closest thing. Just something really specific to a community or place uh, in the way that the Hodag has uh, here in America and in American folklore. So even the Hodags aren't, you know, a real animal. That doesn't stop us from perpetuating the idea that they could, in fact, be a real animal. Oh, I mean, there definitely could be this wild creature out there in the woods. Why, why wouldn't there be one? Yeah, we've often speculated that maybe Gene Shepard's admission that hoed eggs were fake or were a hoax, it might have been spurred on by a public outcry. Like, if he had, in fact, captured this terrible brute that he claims to have captured that was then, you know, could potentially wreak havoc, you, you figure townsfolk, pitchforks, torches, kill the beast, that sort of thing. Um, maybe city officials, public officials really encouraged him to say, hey, we don't want, you know, it's a really cool story, it's great legends, we don't want to scare everybody away. You know, how can we twist your arm? And, you know, maybe that's why Gene admitted that it was not You real. know, what if he, like, double hoaxed us? Like, he said he caught this real creature, but then admitted it was a hoax. But since he carved one out of wood, the only reason he carved one out of wood is because the real hoedag was actually way too vicious to actually catch. And he could never get his hands on one, and that's why there was a wooden one. And undoubtedly, Gene Shepard had... 
really fell, you know, fell in love with this species of, of animal that allegedly inhabit the Northwood. So, yeah, maybe he had a soft spot for, if, if in fact there was a real creature ever, um, that he wanted to protect them. Protect the identity of the Hodeg, the elusive pine beast. Yeah. And, and like I said, it, it, none of that stops, you know, we get visitors from all over the country, all over the world, in fact, they come to Rhinelander and they ask about Hodags. Are Hodags real? Everybody wants to know that. And I tell them, yeah. That's got to be the number one question I get at my store. Are Hodags real? And I say, yes, of course they're real. Yeah, I, they're as real as you you want them to be. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't invest all this money into a store around something that was fake, would I? That would be crazy. That would be crazy. That, that's a wonderful point, actually. I mean, there, there wouldn't be... I mean, if Santa Claus can be real, why can't the hot egg be real? Absolutely. That's a great argument. And so we, you know, we talk about hot eggs in real terms all the time. So hot eggs are a hoax. And we don't care. And we don't care. That's it. We, we love hot eggs. I mean, yeah. They're amazing. Amazing creatures. So. What is next on our whiteboard here, Benny? Oh, we got some hodag happenings. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, oh, back up, back up. Yeah. What does Missy Elliott say? Flip that thing back and reverse it? That's right. Now it's time for... Hodag of the Day! All right, today's Dag of the Day, Ben. What is it? Well, it's the... Good old country fest hodag playing a guitar at the BP gas station on Stephen Street. Yeah, that corner of Stephen Street and I, that hodag, the country fest hodag, it, it's a wooden statue. It's dressed up in. I think it's got a jacket on, some gloves, a cowboy hat, cowboy hat, some boots, cowboy boots. It's like a country fest hodag. Yep. And it has a guitar, kind of leaning on a guitar. And it's like one of those landmarks. I think it's it's like an iconic, like if you're going to Country Fest and you're going to get your picture taken with the Hodeg, it's this Hodeg. Yeah, because almost everybody goes that way to get out to the Country Fest grounds, the yeah. Hodeg Country Fest grounds, and you, you have to pass it. So when you see this Country Fest wooden Hodeg statue, you know you're you're on the doorstep of one of the largest, longest-running storied country music festivals in history, in music history. And that festival is coming up pretty soon here, too, isn't it, Carrie? Yeah, what are the dates of uh, it's, I believe it is July 7th through the 10th. We've talked a little bit about this before. It, it is interesting to note that there's a lot of people, thousands of people, maybe tens of thousands of people, could be hundreds of thousands of people, no hodags, only because of the Hodeg Country Music Festival. If you talk about hodag to them, that's what they think of. Yeah, they don't even say. Well, if you're a local from Rhinelander area, you call it Country Fest. Yeah, full stop Country Fest. But if you're from out of town or tourist or long distancing, you call it hodag. I'm going to the hodag. Yeah, and aside from the the hodag statue. Uh, the day of the day, they also have a uh, iconic depiction of a 
banjo player riding a hodag, which the original is a painting that's on display at Pioneer Park Historical Complex in the Logie Museum. But even if you go on the Hodeg website, you'll see this depiction, and, and it pops up on all of the, you know, Hodeg Country Fest merchandise. It Oh, there's a bobblehead. We have some limited number Hodeg Country Fest bobbleheads left at the Hodeg store. You do. So, uh, yeah, that's, you know, based on that, that classic image. And when did Hodeg Country Fest start? What's What's the history there? Oh, you're the historian, Carrie. Oh, well, I'm glad you asked. <laughs> yeah, I, I actually happen to have some information. I, I, let, me, let me guess. Was it 1978? Great job, Ben. Yes. Was that correct? That's right. It okay. started in 1978. And, I, you know, I've heard stories about that first couple of years, uh, you know, it just being a group of friends that wanted to put together a country music festival. And, you know, for the first several years, it was... 50, 100 people or something. And now it's this. Yeah, it's crazy to go from like 50 people at your first venue to now almost 50,000. Yeah, it, it's really amazing. Like you go out there and it's a spectacle. Um, camp, people camp out there like almost the whole week. Thousands of campers. There is just, it's crazy out there. I don't know if you've ever been to Country Fest, but oh, yeah, uh, definitely need to check it off in your bucket list once at least. Yeah, well, we could talk a little bit about some of the the fun stuff at Hoday Country Festival. So if you've never been to Country Fest and you go for the first time, you get pegged as a <laughs> Hoday Virgin. Hoday Virgin, and they... They write it on a paper plate and give you a bead necklace and like everybody That's knows. That's like hardcore it. tradition right there. The, yeah, the it's virgin paper plate necklace. Indoctrin- and also some of the biggest names in country music have performed there over the years. Um, just kind of looking through some of the. Willie Nelson didn't he play Willie there? Willie Nelson, yeah. Uh, Boxcar Willie, always one of my favorites. He's a classic country artist. Uh, Conway Twitty. Mel Tillis. Randy Jackson. Uh, honestly, all, all of the, the classic country guys, all of the modern country. If you've heard him on the radio, you've probably seen him at Hodeg. Yeah. And uh, always a big highlight for these last many years is uh, Neil McCoy. Very popular. Now, do you think that the mythological beast, the Hodeg, is a contributing factor to the popularity of this music festival? If it wasn't called the Hodeg, would it be this big? I, I don't think so. I, I think it really goes hand in hand. I mean, I, I don't want to undermine the organization that goes into putting on a big music festival, but having it named the Hodeg Country Music Festival, it's it's unique. And because of Hodegs, I I really believe it's that's been a catalyst in propelling this festival to you know, such a big event. A Reban McIntyre, that's, that's an one. Alan Jackson, you know. They've all, everybody. George Strait, the Judds. I'm just going through these did, and it uh, just gets better and better. Garth Brooks ever play there? I do believe he did. Did he? Merle Haggard. Geez, Garth Brooks right here at the 14th annual Ooh, Hoday. 14th annual. 14th that was a annual. while ago. And what yeah. are we on now? 
It's got to be the 44th annual. Hmm. I'd imagine six more years to come check it out before the giant 50-year celebration. And that's technically uh, just northwest of Rhinelander, just north of Rhinelander. Yeah, it's like mm, two miles outside of town. And you can hear the music. I, I live just south of town, and I can hear the music from Country Fest. Yeah, it gets out on that open water by the river, and I think the sound just travels up and down it and amplifies it. Yeah, but stage is huge, it's, the ground's huge. It's it's a big deal. Yeah, and that's when's that coming up again? The 7th through the 10th. 7th through the 10th. And uh, anything else special going on out at Country Fest? Country Fest Dag was our Dag of the Day. Talked about Country Fest. So what other kind of hodag shenanigans are happening this summer in the Northwoods? Well, um, July 1st, there will be some hodag shenanigans happening out at Rondelay Ranch at Red, White, and Boom. Are you going to have the, the Beastmobile out there? The Beastmobile will be out there. The uh, Cornhole Prize Tower games will be there. Then, uh, if like we said earlier in the show, if you missed... Hodeg Heritage Festival, and you want to get a little taste of it, make your way on up to the Oneida County Fair, which is happening when, Carrie? Uh, July 28th through the 31st, so last weekend in July. And Jerry Scheidel will be doing his world-famous Hodeg reenactment performance again, an encore edition. I want to make sure you come on up and see that. Yeah, if you want to see the real deal. You know, you want to go back in time to Gene Shepard's Hodeg sideshow. This is an opportunity to see it. Jerry does a great job, like we mentioned earlier. Well, I think that takes care of all of our Hodeg happenings for now. If you have any Hodeg-related happenings and you would like us to chat about them on the Hodeg show, you can always get in touch with us. Via Facebook or contacting Ben at the Hodeg store. And we'll we'll talk about it. We love to talk about all things Hodeg. When is the Rhinelander fireworks taking place? Uh July fourth? Yeah. The big boom on boom as I like to call it. Yeah. The... And where's the best seating for that? Where's the where's the fireworks held? Oh, Hodeg Park. Hodeg Park, you don't say. Wow. Yeah, that's great. That's a nice little uh, tidbit of information. Are you excited? I about am it? excited about that. <laughs> yeah, me too. Um, we've been going down to the fireworks display at Hodeg Park for years and years. And it's always just, you know, like have you ever seen the movie The Sandlot? There's that fireworks scene. Ray Charles singing in the background. Yeah. Uh, that's what it always reminds me of. Just this small town, America, 4th of July. So the other part about the Rhinelander fireworks display is that you can go by boat. Oh, we've done that a couple times. That's pretty cool. Yeah, if you can get a pontoon out on uh, the Wisconsin River flowage out on Boom Lake, it's really cool to see the fireworks from a boat. From it's water. like L.A. rush hour on a boat out there afterwards, though. <laughs> yeah, you just you get in line, get in, line. in the regatta. <laughs> yeah. It's dark. Just People like are red out there with flashlights and stuff. Everybody's no. been having a few beers. Of course, not the captains of the boats, yep. but that doesn't stop everybody else from getting rowdy. It's a fun time. It's a it's a purely Wisconsin Northwoods fun time, isn't it?
Well, Ben, we've uh, covered a lot of great topics here on the third episode of The Hodag Show. Anything else uh, we need to add? And any final words, parting words? Hodag, 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 hodag. Hodag, 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 hodag. I could not have sent it better myself, Ben. Well, thank you for listening to this episode of The Hodag Show. I'm Ben. And I'm Carrie. Tune in next time for... The Hodeg Show! Thank you for listening to The Hodeg Show. Be sure to like and follow us on The Hodeg Show Facebook and Instagram pages. If you have Hodeg-related questions or topics you'd like to hear discussed in future episodes, send us a message. You can find our show on Spotify, Apple, Google, and other podcast streaming services. Or you can go to thehodegstore.com. I'm Carrie, And I'm Ben. And this is The Hodeg Show, where everything is Hodeg.